helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Life Transformations Show. Last week, we completed our series on adult daughters of controlling fathers and have been talking about daughters for the last four weeks. So we're going to change things up today and talk about sons. In today's show, adult sons of rejected mothers, I will discuss the effect that the rejection of a mother has on the sons in the household. I am using rejection in a broad sense to include neglect, abandonment, and even types of abuse that are often involved with rejection. It is no secret that the children in such households are negatively impacted by the events that take place. These effects do not disappear as children get older but go on to affect almost all aspects of their lives. The ACE study, one of the most comprehensive studies on the negative effects of adverse childhood experiences called ACE or ACE for short, that the effect of these negative experiences have on later years involved an analysis of over 17,000 participants, and they have come up with 10 negative effects, what they call 10 ACEs, used in the study. And here are the 10 ACEs, physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, that's three, four, physical neglect, emotional neglect, a family member who is depressed or diagnosed with other mental illnesses, a family member who is addicted to alcohol or another substance, and eight, a family member who is in prison, nine, witnessing a mother being abused, and ten, losing a parent to separation, divorce, or death. The study found that ACEs are a major factor for negative outcomes later on in life. And so when we think about ACEs and we think about countries, it's important to have an idea of how ACEs are represented in in our country of Canada. So approximately half to two-thirds of participants in in population-based studies report at least one of these adverse childhood effects, or ACE, as they're commonly called. In an Alberta study, 55.8% of participants reported one or more ACE, while 20% of the population reported three or more ACEs. That is quite significant. And in a USA uh, study that was done, it was discovered that of the the people interviewed, 59% of the population had at least one negative childhood experience. And so what we are talking about today is very, very common. 
In this podcast, Sons of Rejected Mothers, I will be sharing with you the details of a well-known family. As I tell the story of this family today, many of you may be able to identify who this family is without me telling their actual names. So I'm going to try to tell the story in a way that the names of this family uh, is not revealed. So here we go. Let's call the husband uh, Jack and the wife Susie. Susie was not loved by by Jack for things that her father did earlier on in their marriage. However, Jack was openly in love with her sister. Susie despised and unloved uh, by Jack, thought to herself, if I can just have children for Jack, then maybe he will love me. When she had the first boy, she, she said to herself, surely he will love me now. But her misery continued as Jack was still in love with her sister, the other woman. When she gave birth to the third son for Jack, she exclaimed, Surely my husband will attach himself to me, because now I have given him three boys. He is going to now be attached to me. However, the rejection and the misery continued, and she continued to be a despised woman. After the fourth child, she gave up hopes for ever being loved. Susie went on to have six sons for Jack and still did not win her husband's love. Then there was the incident, yes, the incident that said it all. You know, in every relationship, there are these types of incident that it's like a snapshot of what the relationship is like. It gives you a picture of exactly uh, what is happening in this family. It's like a poster for a movie where it's an action movie and you see like a car that's flipped upside down and someone jumping out of a burning building. And as you look at that poster, you said, I think this movie is going to be good. Or, you know, you, you, you're able to tell right away what this movie is about. Yes, there was this incident in Jack and Susie's life that gave you a picture as to how how rejected a woman uh, Susie was. Jack, who by the time of this incident had also had children with her sister. Yes, Jack was a very busy man. Like he also had a second family that was uh, growing at, at the same time. And so he now had children with, with Susie's sister. And in this incident, he found himself in a life-threatening situation in which he thought he and his two sets of families were going to be killed. So what Jack did was very shocking, and uh, but not surprising, but, but, but shocking and, and uh, very inhumane, if I may say so. So what Jack did is he placed Susie and her children in front 
so that they would be killed first before her sister's family and himself. So they were like a kind of a, hum, a, a human shield uh, where he is saying, if I am really attacked and if I'm going to be killed, then let Susie and her sons be killed first. And so this gave a true representation of how he felt about Susie and her children. They were human shield and her sister's children were more precious to him. So thankfully, there was no bloodshed in this incident and they all survived. Susie's boys, who were old enough to understand what was going on, must have felt unloved and unprotected by their father, Jack. They were also old enough to realize that they were second-class children in their father's eyes. Before I tell you how these boys turned out later on in life, let me uh, assess how many potential aces these boys experience. So there was probably physical neglect. When you're putting your children in a, in a dangerous situation where you're human, using them as a human shield, that's to me, is physical neglect. You're neglecting their safety. But then there was also emotional neglect because these boys are, are, are being affected emotionally. They're, they're, it has been made clear to them in this incident that they're not precious, that they're not loved, that their mother is a second-class uh, citizen in, in, in terms of priority, and that her sister is the one who is loved and protected. And yes, these boys are learning too that their, 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 their half-brothers are more precious to their father than they are. And then, so, so we have two of the aces so far, physical neglect, emotional neglect. Remember I said earlier that the more aces a child have, the more chances that there will be severe dysfunction later on in the child's life. So, so there is physical neglect, there is emotional neglect, but then there is also the ace of the adverse childhood effect of witnessing a mother being abused. And we could argue that what he did to Susie was a kind of a kind of abuse, placing her as a shield in front of the potential killer of his family. And so that I think is witnessing your mother being abused. And then there is possible verbal abuse as well, because Susie, in her own words, describe her home life as misery, as miserable. So when a home life is a miserable situation and you, and you describe it as misery, you are not talking about the amicable, peaceful situation in which there is no conflict and no verbal abuse. I think we can deduce from that word that Susan must have lived a life in which there was verbal abuse and conflict in the household. So we're up to four aces that these boys growing 
up in the, this household would have encountered. And then another is is having a depressed uh parent and so their mother was probably depressed from all that she was going on so there is a potential five aces that we see in in this couple's life so far so let me now ask you and this is a kind of quiz so you could get your pen and paper ready and I'm going to ask you to maybe email us if you're able to tell from your reading who this couple is that I am talking about. How many of you could tell who this family is even though I changed the names? If you could figure out who this family is, then then uh, give us a call. If you figured it out before I reveal their identity, send me an email right now, right away, and I will announce you as a winner during during next week's show. Our email address is mhart at elimcounselingministry.com. Heart is spelled H-A-R-T, M for Michael, H-A-R-T at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled with two L's, ministry.com. Or call us at one 877 so now let me give you some clues as to who this family is. So this is not the first clue is that this is not a recent story. It happened long ago. Yes, really long ago, about a thousand eight hundred years ago. And this family is not from Canada or from the US, but from the Middle East region, Israel to be specific. Okay, so I hope you you would have figured out the names by now. And now I'm going to reveal who this couple is. And maybe you should have a bit of a drum roll here, Dan, if you could put some drum roll in this place before we before we announce the, the, the names of this couple. So the real names of this couple are Jacob and Leah. And they are the biblical couple found in Genesis uh, chapter uh, 29 and onwards. So we're talking about Jacob and Leah, and the sister, of course, is Rachel. So Rachel is the beloved wife, while Leah is also a wife, but she is the, the despised and rejected wife. And so I'm going to to maybe ask Dan to make a note of the time when I reveal this in the show so I can see from my emails who wrote in before I announce who these persons are. So we're talking about uh, Jacob and Leah, and everything that I said in this story are recorded in Genesis. The words that I used, the exclamations that she made, everything is recorded in the biblical story. So we can get a picture of of how Leah felt. So we are told in Genesis 30 verse 31 that she was not loved by Jacob. We are told also that after she had her firstborn son, uh, Reuben, she said, Surely my husband will love me now. That's Genesis 30, verse 32. And we are told of her misery in that same verse. And we are told that after each child, she 
she had a sort of a desire to be loved by her husband. And when she was having the third son, she exclaimed in Genesis 30 verse 34, Surely my husband will attach to me because I have given him three sons. And so this is taken from the biblical passage. I know when I was reading it, it probably sounded like a soap opera to many of you, but these are the kind of stories that the Bible uh, tells us about some of the patriarch and their lives there. So the Bible does not uh, pretend that the patriarchs were perfect. The, The Bible paints a picture of these men and women as real people with glaring flaws and dysfunctional families. And I think that's deliberate because we can identify, we can all identify with them. Michael will be right back. You have been listening to the Life Transformation Show, where award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services has been using selected scriptures from Genesis 30 to 49 to speak on another interesting topic, adult sons of rejected mothers. You can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com where you can also make a donation to this Christ-centered ministry. Your donations help us to stay on the air and to provide subsidized counseling to those who can't afford it. Back to Michael. Back to the show that we are we are doing to cover the points of the effect of a rejected mother, adult sons of rejected mothers. And so we see that in the story that there were several adverse childhood effects that the boys, the children of Leah, would have experienced. So what effect does this have on boys who grow up in such a household? And today we have uh, many situations where mothers are rejected in household where a husband cheats and the the other woman is more the loved woman and he's spending more time with the other woman than with the mother of his children. Are situations where there is a breakup of a marriage and, and it is clear to the boy who the favorite mother is. And so his mother is rejected for someone else. And so these situations that take place in today's society doesn't come without ill effect to the children involved. And I will be looking at at many of these effects uh, by referring to the incidents, what the Bible say about these, these boys in the story, but also what psychological literature says to us. And as we go through these points, let me say that I am not here saying that all boys from these families are doomed to failure. These are just percentages, possibilities, and and what what is most likely to happen. But as you will see as I go through the, the points that I'll be covering today, or maybe uh, completing in next week's show, that these boys also have great potential, and they're a upside as well. So so stay tuned to hear about the full picture. Don't give up because it's too negative in the beginning. So the first sign that we see from Scripture in 
about these boys who are from rejected mother is that they have a tendency to have anger issues. They usually grow up to be very angry men. In one a study that was done, a study of of prisoners in Wales, what they found out is that if you have four or more of these negative childhood effects that I have outlined earlier in your life, you you're more likely to have been imprisoned and you're more likely to have committed violence in the last 12 months. So there is a correlation about these kinds of experience that these boys in this these kinds of household experience and the anger that they carry. And maybe in many cases, it doesn't get to the point where they're imprisoned, but there is an acting out in bullying on the school ground. And so they are being hostile to their peers and they get in fights and there is an anger that they're carrying. And this anger sometimes doesn't even make sense. Sometimes these boys are getting in fight because they're they're protecting their friends on the school ground. It's not even their issues, but they're reacting to injustice that they see in they see others suffering from or experiencing on the school ground because it is triggering the sort of injustice that they feel for their mother. And so they're acting out of this pace of pain. So we know from Genesis 16 that this was the experience of Ishmael, where he had anger issues. We know the story of Ishmael, that his mother Hagar was rejected, just like Leah. And so Sarah was the favorite, and Hagar was the, the rejected wife. And so in Genesis chapter 16, verse 11, the angel that appeared to Hagar as she was running from the injustice and the misery in her, in her household and fleeing in a pregnant state into the wilderness. Just think of how bad that must be, that as a pregnant woman, the wilderness is a better option for you without support, without food, and in a state of pregnancy. And so this was what Hagar was going through when she fled with her child. And the angel made a prediction as to how Ishmael would be affected by his mother's experience. And so I quote Genesis 16 verse 12. He will be a wild donkey of a man, and his hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. He will live in hostility to his brothers. And so we have this young man who is yet to be born, and the angel is saying, this child is going to have anger issues. He will live in hostility towards his brothers. What what about, let's go now to our family that we are discussing. What about uh, Leah's boys? Well, we know that her sons 
also involved, had also had anger issues. We are told in Genesis 34 that when their sister Dinah was raped, they killed a whole village of men out of their anger. And they put the person who raped their sister to death with, with the sword and his father as well uh, with the sword because their sister Dinah was raped. So that is some serious anger issue. And maybe your son or sons who in today's society, most boys will not go to that extreme in violence, but there will be anger issues nonetheless. And so it, it's interesting that when... Uh, when Jacob was coming to the end of his life and he called these sons of his and he's blessing them and he's speaking over them. Some of the things that he's saying is backed up by the studies that we have done that shows that the boys of rejected mother will have anger issues. In Genesis 49, he's speaking, he's, he's speaking, prophesying about what will take place in the lives of Simeon and Levi. And he said these words, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their swords are weapons of violence. Let me not enter their council. Let me not join their assembly. For they have killed men in their anger and hamstrung oxen as they pleased. Cursed be their anger so fierce and their fury so cruel. And so it's not surprising that these boys who saw their mother being despised and rejected would have fierce anger. And they are the same sons who killed these men in the village for raping their sister. So it's as if these boys are being triggered by a woman being taken advantage of and they're like, I cannot take one more woman being taken advantage of because I see what my mother has gone through. And so they overreacted to the point where they ended up killing innocent people for for crimes that they, for, for for nothing that they did but just out of their anger and their rage. So anger is a potential issue that we see in the lives of these boys and it runs very clearly in the story in the story of of Ishmael and we are seeing it here again in the story of Simeon and Levi sons of Leah the rejected woman and our 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 social justice system our prisons are filled with boys whose mothers were rejected whose mothers were physically abused by their father and so many of these boys are acting out their hurt so from the men that i've seen who have come to me for counseling from from prisons are are requested to do counseling when i talk to these men without exception there they have mothers who have been hurt or rejected in some way by the men in their lives. Some of these women were were married women who were forsaken and 
and abandoned without reason. But some of these women are women who their their father, their husbands or, or boyfriends took off the moment they got pregnant. So that's a, that's a very uh, serious type of rejection. And so that baby is coming into a, a situation where he's seeing that his father did not love him enough to make him a priority to stay in his life. And so I see that we're quickly out of time today. So I'm going to be continuing this show next week as I talk about adult sons of rejected mothers. So if you have missed the first part of this show, you can find it by going to our YouTube channel by typing in ELM Counseling Services. We also want to remind you that we are not for profit organization that count on your support to stay on the air. You can donate through our website elmcounselingministry.com or you can call us at one 877 2042914. And so until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counting Services, reminding you that next week we'll have part two of the show, but also you want to pray that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart. Mm-hmm.